You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Blue Wire. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is Kyle Murray. This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. Jackson, Jackson himself. Look at him dart back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. He is Houdini. Touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys, welcome back to the Savage Pass Podcast, presented by Clutch Points and our friends at Blue Wire. I am your host, Blake Lovell. With me, once again, my co-host, Dylan Reagan, and we have reached week one in the 2021 NFL season, and uh, a lot of excitement in the air as uh, things will be kicking off on Thursday night with the Cowboys and the Bucks. We'll talk about that game pretty soon here in our picks, and yes, our picks are back, the world-renowned uh, choices and picks uh, for our upsets, betting locks, fantasy advice we got it all uh, here as we do every single week uh, each season we go through make our picks uh, games of the week betting locks upsets uh, we break them down into different categories then we go through a little quick picks for some of the other games uh, throughout the week and let me tell you there are a couple in here that are going to be quick because um, some of these games are you're not going to be seeking some of these games out unless you're a fan I think of a couple of these teams in particular We'll get to that game in a minute, the one that I, I told Dylan. I said, uh-oh. I said, I don't know about this one. Um, but, Dylan, we've made it, and uh should be an interesting start to the season. No, so excited to finally have games that count. Yeah, preseason was fun, but obviously it's a little different. Really enjoyed watching football that matters with the, the first couple of weeks of co- college football, but now, obviously, with the NFL, it's going to be a ton of fun. Like you said, a couple ga- maybe only two games for me that I'm like, I you know, we'll, we'll see. Maybe certain things will stand out. I am intrigued and with a lot of storylines with basically every team there's something that i'm interested in but there are definitely games more interesting which we'll touch here at the top uh i'm not you know kind of went a little crazy with my picks as you'll see i don't i have probably more upsets than i did at any one week last season or at least close to it or at least bigger upsets so should be fun week one's always a little different teams are still coming into their own still kind of becoming the team we're gonna know by later october november so kind of see some wacky things happen in the first games and uh, hopefully some, you know, you know, get to see now everyone, all the all the guys have been held back in the preseason, all the rookies, uh, you know, like one play of Kyle Pitts here, only a few plays here and there of Trevor Lawrence against uh, third string, fourth string guys. It's going to be really, really fun to see everyone bringing everything they got, see the schemes that all these new coaches have, just a lot of stuff to, to, to follow, man. Yeah, and let's get into it. Uh, we start, as always, with our games of the week. Uh, sometimes it's one, sometimes it's multiple. It's week one. We'll pick a couple here. Um, and uh, these are really, you and I just kind of decided as a consensus, we'll pick these two games. So neither one of us really leaning one way or the other. I think both of them mm-hmm. should be pretty good. Browns are at the Chiefs. Chiefs are six and a half point favorites in that game. Uh, of course, a, a rematch uh, playoff wise. And then you've got the Cowboys at the Bucks. Uh, that's our opener on Thursday night. Bucks, eight point favorites in that one. That's a, that's a pretty sizable number. <laughs> uh for for this one but dylan we're gonna 
let's do this. Let's start with the Cowboys and the Bucks because that's game one. Um, and then we're going to get into Dylan's uh, upset of the week, basically. Like, we're just going to call this, <laughs> even though you're going to have another one when we get to our upsets. But yes. uh, we'll start with the Cowboys and the Bucks. I'm going Bucks here. Uh, I think it should be a fun, entertaining game. I think this is a should be a fantasy game. I think if you're someone that, that has players yeah, on both sides, right. I think this should be a pretty fun fantasy game. Um, but, uh, I just, you know, I'm picking the bucks here as, as again, if you listen to our previous episode, our season predictions, uh, we're both very high on the bucks again. We're both high on the Cowboys, but, um, this is one where I think the bucks are the better pick. Yeah. Tampa Bay has to be the winner for me as we, for the reasons we've talked about for months now, they have all the starters coming back. Most complete team on both sides of the, the ball in the league, in my opinion, obviously the offense coming into a, uh, just a ridiculous uh, pace uh, over the course of the season as Tom Brady really got comfortable in Bruce's offense and Dallas as much as I'm excited for their offense and those kind of things. And I think they'll still be able to put up some points, their offensive line, if they, depending on how everyone does, if the health withstands, they should do a better job than what we saw in the Super Bowl with the Chiefs offensive line against that Tampa Bay front. They're still a really tough group. I think Dallas will put up some points, but I just do not trust their defense to, to really stop Tampa all night. So I think I don't have it as a betting lock by any means, but definitely one of the most exciting games of the, of the first week for me is this first one, even if the Bucks end up winning comfortably. I do think they'll cover that eight-point spread. It's pretty high, like you said, but I uh, feel just too confident of what they are as an overall football team. I think Dallas, uh, we'll see if, if they're, you know, but it is week one again. There are wacky things that happen. Some teams just kind of have duds, so... Maybe Dallas can uh, ride out a good play by their defense stepping up and being better than we expect, but I think Tampa should take this one comfortably. Yep, me too. I am also, as I said, picking the Bucks here. I think should be off to a pretty pretty strong start for Tom Brady and company. And then our other game of the week, the Browns and the Chiefs. Um, I am not going out on a limb here. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Uh, I'm picking, you know, a good start for me for picking my Super Bowl matchup. Uh, both these teams winning and also being the two games of the week to start the season. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs here, six and a half points. That's uh, I don't, Again, remember, we're picking these straight up other than some of the betting stuff we yeah. talk about. So remember that when we make our picks each week. Uh, we will talk specifically about betting uh, in a couple of these, but these are straight up picks. Uh, I'm picking the Chiefs here. Meanwhile, again, these are straight up picks, winners and losers. Dylan is not picking against the spread here. He's picking <laughs> a straight up winner and he's doing it in a big way in Browns and Chiefs. Yeah, obviously in the, the playoff game, Mahomes was injured for a large portion of it. And, but the, Cal, or the the Browns still had a couple little plays here, and they're obviously the fumble out of the end zone. And just different things that if they go a different way, I really feel like they have the formula. They, they have the kind of team, the makeup in terms of just a dominant offensive line, a dominant run game, dominant running backs, where they can control the pace they can, and you know almost to their detriment at certain points. Uh, in that in that game where they got a little too conservative last season, I don't think Stefanski will make that same mistake if he needs to let it air out with Odell back. I'm just excited to watch that Browns offense. I think they're going to be able to do some things on the flip side. I think Cleveland did a, had us enough improvements on defense to keep them in the game. So I, I think it's going to. I would if I was betting, I wouldn't probably bet on the Browns to win necessarily. I'd probably bet on them to cover, even though obviously the Chiefs can get garbage time touchdowns like it's nothing and blow a game out, but. I really do think Cleveland has, you know, the Chiefs have, you know, obviously are <laughs> the team that I would pick probably to get the one seed in this conference. But I do think they're the kind of matchup that Cleveland presents to them is one of the worst ones probably for them in their conference. Uh, so for those reasons, yeah, I think the Browns have a decent shot to win. And yeah, like you said, it's I have one more pretty big upset here on this board, but um, 
the, the other one's a little more wacky in terms of just week one craziness. I think this is one where I, I legitimately believe Cleveland does match up decently well, uh, as any team could possibly hope to against a Patrick Mahomes-led team. But I, I, I really think the Browns have a shot here. Well, I think it should be a good game, too, and that's why we're making it one of our games of the week. Uh, should be a very entertaining matchup there at Arrowhead Stadium uh, for sure. All right, let's get into the betting locks. This is uh, where things get exciting. Although, our caveat here, and we're not using a cop-out. We're not going to excuses early on, but let me just tell you, we're both um, picking two games here that are touchdown <laughs> plus on a betting locks, and so that's a very slippery slope. And uh, if you've listened to the podcast over the years, you know that when we go double-digit favorites especially, or um, double-digit, like, it it can be ugly. But we're not doing that here. We're not going that far. But these are touchdown-plus betting spreads here, and yet both of us have decided to go with locks on this. My first one, which surprisingly is not Dylan's pick, um, as the Rams fan of the bunch, but I'm going to go with the Rams minus 7.5 at home against the Bears. Um, I do think, I mentioned, I do think the Bears are going to be improved i would hope that's the case this season um and i just i think that's going to be a good bet that they're going to be better but i don't know week one that i like the setup for the bears still trying to figure things out on offense uh, whether it's andy dalton whether it's justin fields i don't really care who it is going up against a pretty stout rams defense i know you know there's some guys to replace there but yet i don't have a lot of concerns about the Rams, and as we've talked about, I do think the Rams' offense will be able to do some things all season long, but specifically right off the bat. I think this is a, to me, this is a hard opponent to prepare for in week one with the Rams and how they run their offense. Um, And you've got a new quarterback, although we know the Bears have a little bit of familiarity with Matthew Stafford. Um, But I just, I would love this more at seven. Uh, We laughed about that. Like, if, if it was seven, I would say, all right, this is it. I feel really good about this. I don't love it at seven and a half, but the reason why I had to pick it is because, quite frankly, I don't love really anything else on the board. So uh, I'll go Rams minus seven and a half here. Yeah, if the Bears are going to cover, I think it's going to come down to their defensive line uh, playing really, really well and getting to the Rams and creating pressure. But even then, I I feel like I'm picking the Rams here to win. As long as Justin Fields isn't on the field, we'll see some of the comments from uh, from Matt Nagy seemed to indicate there's a chance he could come in at some point. Uh, the, Sean McVay said they would be naive not to prepare for that. So we'll see. But even then, I, I just right now, especially with everything that happened along that offensive line, they better hope that Jason Peters is ready to go in Chicago because with, with Tevin Jenkins out for, I believe, the season or at least for a long period of time, they and they trade Charles Leno, and it's just a line that already PFF projected it. Let's, 28th was their projection for this 2021 20, season. I just have a hard time believing that with Andy Dalton in there, I know they're going to be throwing the ball out quick, but the Rams defense wants you to just take those short gains. They're not, they're going to limit the big plays. And I don't think there's going to be too many big plays and time for Andy Dalton to wait for those things to develop to happen. So on that side, I, I really do think the Rams have a big advantage on the flip side. Yeah. I think like you said, week one, really tough to game plan for what McVay is going to do. Cause it's not going to be the same probably as we've seen the last few years. I don't believe it's going to, things are going to open up a good amount. They, they have, Guys can take the top of a defense off again in the way they haven't since they had Brandon Cooks with both Deshaun Jackson and Tutu Atwell. So, yeah, I think I mean I think the Rams should cover. Like you said, the seven and a halfs are scary, um, but I, I just think at this point it would be hard to pick the the Bears to win or to cover in this game. I, if if they do, it's going to be because again they their defensive line just wrecks things up front. The secondary steps up better than what I think Chicago might be at this point. 
um, but because otherwise, I think the Rams should win pretty comfortably. Hopefully, well, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there. So well, yes, <laughs> you will. Um, you will let me know betting wise how things are going because you will be you will be there, and um, yes, you will you will get everything seven seconds earlier than everyone else on television watching. So um, Dylan Very will be good. out in front of it on the the betting locks, but. Dylan, you went with the only other game I probably considered here. What do you know? It's the same spread, seven and a half. The 49ers at the Lions. The Niners are favored by seven and a half. This is your betting lock. Uh, I'm picking the Niners here to win. I just, I think this is probably the only other one on the board I would have considered. Um, there's another one we'll get to in our quick pick section that maybe you could have put in there. Mm-hmm. But I just think that, like we said, the Lions are going to be bad. And um, actually, you know, I think this is maybe the better choice of the two here just because. The Lions are not going to be very good this season. And um, meanwhile, the Niners, as we think, uh, should be much improved and have a chance to, to win the NFC West. Yeah, I mean, it is a road game early week one. So it's there There are concerns there. and But at the end of the day, I think the 49ers, I just, coming back, I mean, there's a reason I almost picked them to win the division. I think their defense, when healthy, is going to be really, really good again. Uh, so, it, yeah, I think with all those guys in there, uh, the secondary maybe has some weak points and some guys with durability issues. But here we are in week one. Everyone's on the field. I think they're going to be just too much for the lines to handle. I know that I've talked up a bit. The one strong point of the lines, in my opinion, is their offensive line. I think they should be above average group. That's not saying a ton. Uh, their defensive line still has some work to do. I think with Kyle Shanahan, too, coaching, it's Dan Campbell's head coaching debut i just i i think it's not setting up to end too well for the lines i think the 49ers are going to be a really motivated group coming off of what happened last season knowing how close they were to winning that super bowl a couple of years ago uh, and just i at the end of the day I, until i see it with the lines i'm not going to believe too much in them uh maybe they'll hopefully for all you deandre swift owners you'll get some solid fantasy play from him um and but otherwise, I mean, I think the Lions are going to have to throw the ball because I think they're going to be losing and losing early. Um, and the 49ers did have a few games in the East Coast last year. I think of the Jets won and some other games uh, where they came out quickly and punched the other team in the mouth. And I, I just feel like that's going to happen here. I think they should win pretty, pretty easily. I am in agreement with that. And uh, I think it's a pretty good bet here uh, that uh, they should be able to cover the seven and a half. Then we go to the upsets. Uh, this yes. is where the certainty goes down a little bit, um, and we, we take a swing here on some of these potential upsets. And mine, I pretty much picked right off the bat and didn't think twice about it, to be honest with you. Um, there was a couple of games I had like this, and there's – I mean, as you're going to see, we always talk about how Dylan and I are pretty much on the same page on a lot of things. We went different on some of these this week. Um, as we've already talked about a couple of those, but there, we've got a couple more here coming up pretty, pretty soon. And actually it's going to be in this section. Uh, and we've got a few more after that. So, um, I am going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow back in the saddle under center at quarterback. They are hosting the Minnesota Vikings who are three point favorites in this one. I worry about the Bengals ability to stop Dalvin cook. I really worry about that. Uh, but I also, think that I'm just maybe I'm just overly excited about this Bengals offense because I think we saw the flashes of what they're capable of last season with Burrow and now you add Jamar Chase to the mix which I know there's been pessimism in the the offseason all that he had the one game and I get it but that I think is stuff that will work itself out when you're as talented as he is meanwhile you still got T Higgins you got Tyler Borg you go up and down the line like they've got so many options on this offense I think I could definitely see this being one where the Bengals come out with a lot of momentum. You know, they're excited to have Burrow back. The Vikings come out and sort of methodically try to 
you know, win this game until, you know, a late touchdown from the Bengals or something. They win it and it's a close game the entire way. I'm going to, I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I could absolutely see it being a close game. I think there'll be a lot of points as, as I've talked about. I'm not completely sold on the Vikings defense rebounding to being amazing. I think they should be better than they were a season ago, 18th in DVOA, but um, I, I'm picking the Vikings here. I do. It, it does come down to me. The Bengals defense still having so many question marks, a defensive line. that's probably ranking on the bottom quarter of the league against a team that ran the ball so efficiently that still at the end of the day, for all the things we say about Kirk Cousins, he's performed really well against uh, less than stellar opponents. Uh, he's kind of not exactly like Mitch Trubisky where he has an insane splits against the worst defenses in the league versus everyone else. Uh, for Kirk, he does play pretty well all the time, but he really eats up uh, against uh, defenses like this. And especially in with the game in Minnesota, I just, or sorry, it's actually on the road. Never mind. That is not, well, either way, I'm taking the Vikings regardless of that part. I, uh, Cincinnati, hopefully at some point the, they get a good home field advantage back. But regardless, I just, I, I do think the Bengals are going to be, as we've kind of talked about, I think they should be solid as long as Burrow stays healthy because they're going to put up points. But the defense is still a question mark for me. I think their run defense in particular uh, does concern me and the things it's going to set up with the play action. And uh, it's, it's, kinda, it, it's not a game I'll be shocked if the Bengals win, but if they do, yeah, their offensive line for, for Cincinnati is going to have to play a lot better, too. I, the Vikings had some injuries along the line on defense last year. They've struggled there as a unit. I think they've gotten healthier. They've brought in some uh, guys, and not listed on the top of the depth chart, but Sheldon Richardson should give them a decent interior uh, pass rushing threat that what they haven't really had with some of the other guys along their line. So it's just a number of those things where I think Cincinnati is going to need a little more time before I start picking them. I, I want to see Joe go in and for a whole game and, really trust his knee and trust everything happening. Jamar Chase, like you mentioned, I, I'm not concerned with him at all in terms of where he, you know, we'll see if he ends up playing to the potential and the expectations where he was drafted, but tons of, tons of receivers early in the careers have had cases of the drops. It's not an uncommon thing. Just read that athletic piece on Jerry Rice as the number three receiver, or number three player in NFL history. And they go over how much he struggled dropping the ball constantly as a rookie. It's not exactly <laughs> Uh, something we don't see. We also have to remember he didn't play, all, you know, at all last season. Uh, sat out the season, so uh, I think he'll be just fine. But I think the Vikings find a way uh, in this one. Well, you think that the Raiders are going to find a way to beat the Baltimore Ravens because the Raiders are hosting the Ravens, who are four and a half point favorites here. And Dylan, it's upset of the week. The Raiders getting a chance to start the season off in a big way. Um, and if we're both right, we are one step closer to that Raiders Bengals AFC championship game, uh, would be a big step in that direction. Uh, but I, I'm going to pick the Ravens here. I don't, I'm not going to go with the Raiders, but, uh, meanwhile, my, my co-host will just, we'll do just that. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's, this is the one going in more into the week one madness, especially on Monday night. I think the atmosphere in Vegas is going to be absolutely incredible last season. It would have been. They won their first home game last year as well with no fans there against the Saints, which no one really saw coming except for I think I picked that, actually, if I remember correctly. So going back to the well here with the early season Raider Monday night game in Vegas, um, it's, it comes down to I don't know if Baltimore's defense immediately is going to be as solid as a unit as I think it will be by the end of the season. Uh, last year, finishing at ninth, I think they'll in DVOA, I think they'll be close to that. But I really do have faith still in the Raiders' offense. Not really their defense enough, but – I could see it being week one, different things for the, the Ravens not exactly working, especially with Rashard Bateman down. It's I, I do think eventually he's going to be such a huge, huge piece for that offense. Uh, J.K. Dobbins obviously down, and 
now they have Le'Veon on the practice squad. That'll be interesting. But nonetheless, with the Ravens, I, I it's I wouldn't be surprised like if the Ravens like if they win, I think they're gonna win comfortably. But it, I, if this gets to a close game, Derek Carr has put up really really good numbers in clutch situations, despite everything you hear from Raider fans that are not always happy with his performance. Uh, and I just I could see with the, the atmosphere, the Week One madness. That, that's why I kind of just this is more of a gut feeling than something uh, insanely smart on my end in terms of. <laughs> Uh, picking this, I, I don't know if I would bet this necessarily, but here we are. I think uh, I think there's a decent shot though with the with all the it being week one, Monday night, all those kind of things uh, at home. It should be an interesting. It's going to be a crazy crazy atmosphere, and if the Raiders' offense can can just pick up at least somewhat where it was last season, then I can see this game being a pretty close game. Yeah, I mean, like you said, upsets. I mean, we're they're upsets for a reason. Like they're they're not favored to win, and we always have to kind of go out on a limb. And I think week one is always the hardest one to pick when it comes to our upsets uh, without question. So we'll see if we get either one of those right. Uh, now we get to our quick picks. We roll through these pretty quickly. And as I mentioned earlier, there will be a couple of these in particular that I don't really know what we really need to say about because um, it's going to be good luck trying to figure out how these games are going to play out. Steelers at the Bills. Bills, six and a half point favorites in this one. Um, I'm going with Bills here. I think that they, you know, we have high expectations for them. I think, you know, flip it. If this game's in Pittsburgh, maybe. I mean, there's no doubt this number's much closer than six and a half. But Mm -hmm. I just think there's a lot of momentum on the Bills' side, not really any expectation that they're going to take a step back. And for the Steelers, I think it's going to be hard to to probably score a lot of points on this Bills' uh, defense here. Yeah, that's the main – I'm concerned, as I've talked about probably too much at this point. If you're a Steelers fan, I'm sorry that I keep harping about the uh, offensive line being a really big concern for me projected by pro football focus to be the second worst line in the league. I'm just not sold on them yet. I think the bills, as I talked about uh, also a lot, I think their defense is going to respond. I think they have some interesting playmakers along that line. And obviously Tredavious white should be able to shut down one side of the field. And I'm, yeah, I just, I'm not that, that defense or that offense for Pittsburgh against better opponents last year just did not perform insanely well. We saw it in their game, in their loss, their first loss to Washington. We saw it in their loss to the bills last year. And I think even uh, with how great Pittsburgh's defense is, I, I still see B- Buffalo with what Josh Allen does, and he's able to take things. He could do everything perfectly, and he's still going to make a play. I think the Bills will put up enough points to get a victory. I'm not touching that that spread. It's it's just too dangerous for me. Uh, also, it does sound at least like T.J. Watt, and he's back at practice today on Wednesday. Uh, even with his contract situation, it does sound like he'll play, but I mean, I mean, going back to even when Aaron Donald had only like two and a half weeks when he had his holdout, uh, you know, a few years ago now, he, he ended up having a career year, but or the, they still only had him on like 60, 70% of snaps in week one and week two. So we'll see how much TJ plays and how effective he can be without that time in camp. Um, those kind of, All those kind of things together, I, yeah, Buffalo has to be the pick here. Jets at the Panthers, five and a half point favorites. The Panthers are at home. I think both of us, thought about maybe making this an upset pick mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't really know that i'm 100 percent confident in the panthers here but i think this is one of those kind of week one games that could really go either way even though the panthers are five and a half point favorites but uh, I'll, I'll stick with the panthers here to get the win yeah that's a pretty big uh favorite there i'm, I'm not completely sold on that um the panthers being that much better than this jets team with the roster overhaul and everything they've done and what we've seen with Zach Wilson. I am curious to see Zach Wilson in a regular season game and see what he's able to do. Not that Carolina's defense is exactly the most intimidating. Um, two teams that are projected to have four of the bottom four offenses in DVOA, which 
Uh, you think with what the thing, the different things with what Matt Rule's been able to do in Carolina, we'll see if they can completely outplay those. We'll see how much Sam Darnold's going to be uh, effective for them. But I, a little bit of the revenge game thing here, I don't know how much that's going to matter to Sam, but I could see him just going off in this game, at least by his standards at this point in his career. Um, so, yeah, the Panthers are a safer pick. But like you said, I, I did also kind of just consider the Jets. It, this, has a, this has the feeling of a weird week one game where a new team, new culture, Robert Saul in there with Zach Wilson, certain things click. I, I won't be shocked by any means if the Jets find a way to win this one. Yeah, me either. I think it's um, one of the harder ones to predict probably in week one. This one I don't think is very hard to predict because I am <laughs> – we know where I stand on the Texans. Yes. The Jaguars on the road and Houston, three-point favorites um, are the Jags. I say that. Like, we know how this works. Like, Texans probably come out and win this game, and <laughs> all of a sudden we, we have to rethink everything. Like, let's just be honest. That's probably going to happen here, but I'm not picking them to do that. Uh, I'm picking the Jags. I think that uh, there's just there's a lot of things the Texans are going to be battling against this season. And I just I think the Jags will will do enough to find a way to win this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I um, but like you said, there's a d- decent chance we look at last year. Jacksonville, for example, uh, went and won their Week One game, and then uh, they did not win another game the entire year. So you could definitely I could see that te- if the Texans are going to get a W early in the season, this is probably their best chance too. Uh, probably still more of a coin flip game than I in my mind. I it was an easy Jacksonville pick, but it's probably not that. Uh, easy. I, Jacksonville still has a lot of strides to make on defense. Um, uh, obviously, in, in this game, I do trust Trevor Lawrence, even in his in his first game of his career, a bit more than Tyrod Taylor. But we'll see. I mean, Tyrod's put up some decent performances in his career, early in seasons especially. So it's uh, it's a game that I care more about to see what Urban's going to be able to do, what Trevor's going to be able to do. Uh, less the result because yeah the Texans are even if they win this game I'm not rethinking anything I still think they're one of the worst teams in the league and the Jaguars probably still just need a little more time but I'll pick the Jags here to get a, find a way to get the win yep I'm with you Jags should get the win it's the beginning of AFC South the Titans at home three-point favorites over the Cardinals I think this is a sneaky game of the week contender here um, based on the Cardinals offense the Titans defense I think is where we're going to have some questions still with them, uh, but we know the Titans are going to be able to score. So I think this is high scoring potential in week one uh, between these two. I'm going to take the Titans. Uh, as I said, I feel pretty good about where the Titans are going to be at this season. I'm just most excited to really see what this offense looks like with the addition of Julio Jones. And I'm really excited to see what the Cardinals offense looks like. Um, you know, for Kyler Murray, can he take that next step forward? This mm-hmm. was, this would be a big way to start the season for the Cardinals. They can get a win here, uh, but I'm taking the Titans. I can see this being a really like fantasy lovers game, obviously. Oh yeah, with, with all the names. But in terms of like just the the defense that we're seeing out there from Tennessee, I, I still, as much as you know, I picked them to win the division. I still think they're going to end up being solid by the end of the year. But I still have a lot of questions about that side. So for all the issues I have with Cliff Kingsbury and stagnant things we've seen from Arizona on offense, I still think they should put up some points. I don't think it's a slam dunk game as much as I want. I think it feel like it should be, which scaring me on that on that pick but it is the afc south it's someone had to has to win it but um yeah i, I like you were saying about the Titans, though i their offensive line they're all the skill position players they have the continuity you know no more arthur smith so we'll see how much that impacts things like hopefully it shouldn't too much in terms of how they attack um so i think the titans are, are the better team at this point just overall so I, I feel pretty decently comfortable picking them but 
I, I just they, they won a lot of one score games last year, a lot of crazy games. I, you could see Arizona putting up a lot of points in this one, so it's probably going to come down to a, a field goal uh, either way at the end of the game. Eagles at the Falcons. Falcons are three point favorites. Good friggin' luck because I have no idea who's going to win this game. I'm going to take the Falcons. They're the home team. If it was flipped, if the Eagles were at home, I would take them. 50-50 here for me. I have no idea what to expect from this game, probably more so than any other game on the week one slate. Um, other than, eh, maybe there's another one we're going to get to here in a few minutes, but I just think this is a, who knows what you're going to see here between these two. Yeah, I have, I have no idea either. It's it's like, I, do, do I expect the Falcons defense to be a top half unit of the league again? I don't know. Uh, I don't uh, Arthur Smith there is partially why I, I'm excited to see kind of what he's able to do with that offense and able to move some guys around a little bit and uh, still have question marks along the offensive line for the Falcons, probably in the twenties in terms of its rank, I would guess it's just not an inspired unit, but the the Eagles are very much uh, regrouping as well. So it's like you said, this is an ultimate toss up game, two teams that are very much exactly projected around the exact same win total, the same rankings in offense and defense, which are not great on either side. So it's going to be yeah, anyone's guess, like you said, but Falcons at home, maybe Kyle Pitts goes crazy. Um, still, still have some, you still have Matt Ryan there. As much as I believe Jalen Hurts could be a solid quarterback over the course of his career, it's early. Uh, we'll see if he can come out and have a coming out party a bit with uh, that offense. But uh, like you said, this is probably the hardest. This is definitely one, if I'm betting on, on games, I'm just completely staying away from. Yeah, I think it's, I think the offensive players could be okay here. Um, if you're doing talking about fantasy, but yeah. if you're betting, no thanks. I want no part of this one. Chargers at Washington. This is another one I probably want no part of. Uh, Chargers are <laughs> one point favorites here. Um, I, you know, I'm going to take the upset, but as we always say, I mean a one point favorite, not exactly uh, a big pick here in terms of an upset. I'm going to go with Washington at home. Uh, I think this is another one. If you flip where this game is played, probably pick the Chargers in the other scenario, but. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious about this one. I think this is a this is a pretty significant opening game for both teams. We talked about both of them. Um, you know, we talked about Washington maybe in that team we leave out of the playoffs, may regret that in our playoff picks. Uh, Chargers, another one. I think I left them out. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you had them in. So I think they're they're right there. Like these are the teams that people expect you know to make, perhaps make that next big jump. Even though as we know, I mean Washington was in the playoffs last year, but. Um, I think this is a it's another sneaky good game. I think you could see on the slate here. Oh yeah, I'm really excited for this one. It it just so many things uh, to be excited about on both sides. Like Washington, if if Ryan Fitzpatrick can settle down that offense and make them at least decent with their defense, how high can that take them? The Chargers on the flip side, how quickly does Brandon Staley get that defense going? And can Justin Herbert recreate what he did last year? I, it's a really tough test for Herbert in Week One against this Washington defense. As much as I'm. Uh, more encouraged by the, the improvements that the Chargers have made to their offensive line to expect them in week one to put up a really strong performance on a morning game for them in, in terms of their time, uh, the, the clock uh, in Washington against that front and probably one of the scariest front fours in the league, in my opinion. They're, uh, you know, if they're not the best uh, uh, front line, maybe the Steelers or Tampa are right there with them. They're right there. So it's just a tough matchup uh, on that side. Uh, even though Herbert really excelled against pressure last season, that is not Usually a stat that is, is easily um, predictable year to year as, as, as your performance under, in a clean pocket and cleaner situation. So um, I, I'm really excited for the Chargers. I, I just think it's a tough week one game. And I think that eventually the Chargers defense will come into its own and be really strong. 
and potentially a top half of the league uh, kind of unit. But week one, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, he, with his experience, I just think he's going to find a way to make some plays. And I think Washington is at home in this one, be able to, to eke out a win. But it, like you said, I, it, it's not in our top uh, games of the week, but it's one for me that I'm definitely, I feel like I'll, I'm probably going to go back and watch the condensed game and watch most of the, if not all the plays in this one, because I'm just really intrigued to see both, both of these teams and what they're going to have this season. Seahawks and Colts, Seahawks two and a half point favorites on the road here in Indianapolis. Uh, everyone knows if you listen to our podcast, I'm a little more down on the Colts than Dylan is. Uh, so I am picking the Seahawks here, although I will not lie. My first instinct was to pick the Colts um, just because maybe that's just <laughs> what you do in week one. You always kind of lean towards the home team. But I, I I just I like the Seahawks more, and that's kind of what it comes down to. But I, obviously I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Colts win this game. Um, I just I don't have perhaps the confidence level in the Colts that others do, uh, so I'm going to pick the Seahawks here. Yeah, I'm picking Seattle too. As much as I think that Indianapolis could end up being really good, again we just it's just too much unpredictability. It's it's only week one. It does sound like Carson Wentz. I believe I read today that he should be all set to go for the game, but that's still you know not practicing all the different things. It's it's going to be really tough for them immediately to make a huge difference. I do think if Indianapolis wins, it's going to be because, they're, because their offensive line just kind of wrecks Seattle up front and kind of establishes a tone there. I do think they have a chance to have one the best offensive line. Maybe I would still put them maybe a, a smidge behind both the Browns and the Patriots. But, um, yeah, man, I, I it's just Russell Wilson at the end of the day versus uh, Carson Wentz and not knowing what he's going to be. Uh, Colts defense that I think is really good, but just no like insane parts where I'm overly uh, afraid. And it is going to be interesting to see the first game with Shane Waldron there as the offense coordinator in Seattle and see what he's able to do uh, with that group. Um, I, I, yeah, I just think Seattle's defense should be a little bit better than last year's, but I've talked about it for why I, I just like the 49ers. I almost consider picking them for the division. I think they're a really, really strong team, a team that should have Super Bowl aspirations uh, with the quarterback play that they have and the, some of the talent they have. So I'll go with Seattle. I think two and a half. I think they, you know, if I was, I would bet on them to win just because then you only need is a field goal. But um, it's not, uh, it's a close game, but I, one that I feel more comfortable than some spreads are maybe a little bit higher than this, actually. Yeah. Uh, I think this will be another one that's it's very interesting to see how it unfolds. Dolphins at the Patriots. Add that one to the list. Uh, the Patriots, three point favorites at home here. We're going to, in opposite directions and believe it or not i'm not picking the dolphins um it seems like i i mentioned it fantasy wise and everything else i'm pretty high on the dolphins and think they could take that next big jump even though neither of us picked them to make the playoffs um but i i just again there's something about the patriots here uh, to start off the season i think the dolphins will get there but i think the patriots you know maybe start off the season with a nice little i don't even call it a statement win but i think they they could come out look pretty impressive uh interested obviously to see what mac jones looks like um, but uh, I'll I'll pick the Patriots here. I think this should also again be one of the better, but one of the better games week one. Yeah, going completely against my pick of the Pats making the playoffs and the Dolphins not. Um, I have Miami winning this one. Just I, I do think this could backfire because I think Mac Jones looked just as prepared, if not more, than most rookie court, quarterbacks going into their debut. Uh, sounds like he quickly was learning the offense and, and grade himself in that locker room. So. They have that really great offensive line. I just think Miami, with the different exotic pressures they can bring, there's a chance they'll confuse Mac a little bit. It's going to be faster. It's going to be different than preseason where he's excelled. And obviously at Alabama with the talent gap that he had in most of those games, but even against strong opponents, he played really well. But I still think by the end of the year, the Patriots' offense will be solid and their defense can be really good. Uh, but I, I, as you know, it, 
part of the reason I picked the Pats to make the playoffs for sure is because they have what, the easiest projected schedule in the league, Miami not so much. And I, I think Miami in this one, though, I just feel a little bit better about the what they're going to be able to do on that side of the ball. And I think Tua is going to be better than, than he was last season. It's a really tough test on the road week one. A game that, yeah, we'll be here on, on Monday recording, probably talking about how the Patriots cruise their win. But I think Miami in this one, I think maybe the Patriots get them back in Miami, a place they've struggled previously. But in this one, I'll go with the Dolphins to win in New England. Well, we've made it to the Broncos at the Giants. Game of the week. Broncos, two and a half point favorites here. My goodness, this is the one I kind of teased earlier. I have... You know, I said, we, we talked about some of these yet. We don't even know what to expect, right? I think this one may be at the top of the list because I have no idea what we're going to see in this game. Um, I think there are so many unknowns with both teams. I will pick the Giants. I don't love it at all. <laughs> um, but, again, that's me probably referring to picking the home team in week one in some of these games like this. I just, I really don't. Like, I can't even... Can't even think what this is going to look like for either of these teams. I think there are multiple scenarios that we could see play out here, but I'm going to pick the Giants, uh, even though they're the underdog here. Yeah, I think for me, I'm picking the Broncos. I know it's a, a road game uh, in Week One, and uh, for a team that's still coming to their own, but I really just the Giants' offensive line is, I, I really think, can be pretty damn bad. The pretty, I don't know if they'll be the worst unit in the league as PFF projects, um, but I, man, I could see with Fangio now he's got all these weapons for everything we have said about them not drafting a quarterback they you get Patrick Sertan and they just that unit on that side scares me I think Denver has chance to legitimately be a great defense and I just I really question what that Giants offense is gonna be able to do against them uh, on the flip side Giants defense had certain bright moments under Patrick Graham last year but I think with, with Teddy they'll, I think they'll be good enough on that side that uh, yeah I'm picking the Broncos here I, I felt decent about this pick um, actually, but uh, yeah, obviously it's week one. It's a road game. The Giants could find a way to win, but I just until I see the Giants' offensive line stand up to a, a defense of this caliber, um, I'm not going to be convinced completely about them this year, unfortunately. Well, and then we've got the Packers and the Saints. I think this will be a little bit better uh, than that one. Uh, Packers four point favorites on the road, as we know. Though this game will not be played in New Orleans, um, mm -hmm. will be played in Jacksonville. So. Um, that kind of takes away the home field advantage there, uh, if you will, for the Saints. So probably still would have picked the Packers anyways. I think this probably only furthers uh, that expectation that the Packers will come out, get off to a you know a pretty good start offensively. And as we said, there are more questions for the Saints just due to the changing of the guard there. Um, so I'm taking the Packers here in this one. Yeah, I still think this could be a low-key game of the week by the end of it if the if the Saints offense that we saw in the regular and or in the preseason translates at all uh, to the regular season. I, I do think that with Jameis, they're going to be attacking a bit more. And even though I'm really, as I talked about in the in our last preview episode for the season, I think the Packers defense, which Joel Barry by the end of the season could end up being pretty pretty dang good. But um, I, I think it's going to be closer. That, that four-point spread definitely scared me too much to, to make this a lock or even, I don't know if I would bet on this, uh, kind of going to be a weird scenario there. Like you said, in Jacksonville, I, I could see that being, like 70% Packer fans. I mean, there's there's a lot of Saints fans uh, all over the country as well, but the Packers are kind of a different animal the way they travel and just where they have fans. So I think that part plays into this kind of neutral site feel. It's going to be uh, kind of different than we're used to. Um, and I, I just, 
at this point, I'm not going to pick against a team that I picked to win the Super Bowl. Uh, spoiler for the previous episode. <laughs> I, I think that Green Bay gets off to a good start. I think their offense, even against a really, I still think the Saints are going to be a top flight defense. Um, the, the Packers against them last year were able to make some things happen. I, I think they'll be able to do the same again. And I think they'll find a way to get the win, even if it's uh, possibly a three-point game. Well, it's going to be an interesting week one. We always know, um, never overreact to week one, a.k.a. what we did with the Bengals a couple seasons ago um, <laughs> in that game against the Seahawks. That's right. Uh, but, boy, that is what we're going to talk about in the next episode because uh, never overreact to one week unless it is a scenario with the Ravens and the Dolphins. Uh, although, we remember, the Dolphins got better. So uh, we thought that the Dolphins, we were proclaiming them as one of the worst teams in NFL history. They got better. So, don't overreact uh, and uh, don't put all your stock into our picks in week one because a <laughs> lot of things could play out here. Uh, but we know it's going to be fun no matter what. And, of course, Dylan got it all covered over Clutch Points, everything you need to get you ready for week one. Yep, you can go to clutchpoints.com to our NFL section there. Oh, tons of preview content for every game, tons of previews for every single se- uh, team for the entire season. You can read their fantasy football tab at the top. You can still read all of our fantasy previews if we're doing any last-minute drafts. After the first week, we'll have our waiver wire pickups. We'll be, uh, do our drop lists, our pickup lists, all sorts of stuff. So uh, fantasy football section and NFL section on the site. And then on the app, you can follow all of the regular season games and news and every all the coverage leading up to those games in the Clutch Points app. Check it all out there uh, at Clutch Points. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. Search for Establish the Pass, and uh, thanks as always to the fine folks at Blue Wire for all that they do. And thank you as always for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time here on the Establish the Pass podcast.